0: So how are we going to start it? Hi, everyone. No. Do you hear my nephew crying? I don't. He's screaming. My sister put him to bed, so mm. he doesn't like it. He yeah. doesn't like sleeping alone. I
1: miss not locking to go to bed because right now I am, like, needing to go to sleep.
0: Dude, all I want to do is sleep.
1: hmm
0: I'm training for my new job, um... And it's like during the day shift, mm. and I have to wake up at like six thirty, and I'm like, "Fuck me, fuck mm, no, me, okay, fuck me!" Yes. But I know it's only temporary, so it doesn't matter. Okay. okay, hi everyone. Hello. This is Stephanie, and this is Carol. And together we are Suspiria, a true crime podcast. Wow.
1: This. Yes. Yeah, we didn't rehearse that, you guys. That was very spontaneous. That was nice. Yes,
0: we are one,
1: and we are and l- loads of people at the same time. We are one, and we are many
0: yeah mm-hmm. and a million yeah you guys i'm so upset let me tell you guys why mm-hmm. and you're going to help me out That's true. i was checking the stats for the podcast and we have listeners in every country not every country every continent but africa <gasps> no what's up with that no we had what's I up think with that Africans? one
1: person listened to us in africa like in the first few no. episodes but because it doesn't no, show in the don't. stats anymore
0: oh yeah yeah, well, I think we had wait, let me one see. I'm person actually listening. going to see.
1: It's probably not listening anymore. The first anymore. episode,
0: because they hate us. And no, they Who's shouldn't. Whose fault hate is us? that?
1: Yeah. <sighs>
0: hm?
1: Yeah. So please, if you're willing to like go to Africa and pl- press play on your, our podcast and just yeah, count, like, yeah. go
0: to Morocco, just... go to Egypt. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted to be- go to Egypt. <sighs> me so too. go there. And think of me, and then you listen to the podcast, yeah. and then we'll have a listener in Africa.
1: Mm. So, most definitely.
0: Um, I've always wanted to go to South Africa too. Mm-hmm. Where else? There's another place in Africa that I've always wanted to go to. I don't remember. Anyway, so we are a true crime podcast yes, about Latin America. Mm-hmm.
1: And surprise, surprise, you guys have one guess about the country covering today.
0: Brazil, because you know what, I am sick of people covering "quote unquote" Latin America and not including Mm -hmm. Brazil or other countries in Latin America. And so we're just
1: compensating and just covering Brazil over and over and over again. Yes, I'm sorry, you guys. Yes, yes. yeah, it's just because I don't know. We did like one episode that was just us not about um just us like with not another person we're gonna do more of them yeah but we just we we need people to talk to us we want to hear your experiences if you are from one of those countries so if you're any of the latin american ones any 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 and you want to talk to us even if you're from brazil you can talk to us too uh to be part of this because we're really wanting wanting to you know talk to someone we might have some guests soon we're still trying to arrange that
0: but Yeah, you know, it just hasn't worked with people's schedules. Because, yeah. you know, people are busy. Yeah. Not all of them don't have a life like us. So
1: <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, not everyone can take an hour out of their weeks to talk about murder. And we understand that. But, you know, if you ever want to be part of this, you don't need to have a fancy microphone or, you know, a bubbly personality or whatever. You know, just, it's just chit-chatting. But with a microphone in your face or your headphones, whatever you have it's it's fun yeah it's it's fine it's fun and we are nice people we swear yep
0: yes mm-hmm. and we have a confirmed very special episode yes um we don't have a title for it yet so we're not going to go into a lot of detail mm-hmm. but keep watching our instagram because i'm gonna do some cool design for it yeah and as soon as we get a name eight-
1: yeah
0: and it's gonna, be great, it's gonna be great and we're gonna have a very special person mm-hmm. in that episode. Yeah. Which we're not going to review nope. yet
1: because we we're mysterious. It's very far. mysterious. So. This, yeah, this is the mysterious part of this podcast because we're not, we don't build up the narrative sometimes. So, yeah. We have a exactly. few um, special episodes coming that we're planning to do and it's going to be cool. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Do you want to give any hints? Just like one um, really basic one? Yeah. I'll say it. <laughs> <laughs> it's very basic. One hint: Halloween's coming up. That's it. That's it. Yep. Who knows? Who yep. We're gonna talk about, you know, spooky, scary skeletons, and that's it. Nothing else. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
0: So, but today we're not gonna talk about spookiness. No. We are going to talk about. Well, actually, this is pretty spooky. What am I? Very talking spooky. About? This, is this is one of the spookiest. Spooky as fuck. Yep. Listen. This this thing that happened that we're going <laughs> to cover is super creepy. Very. Um, I, I'm just going to let Carol introduce it, and then I'm yeah. going to chime in as to how I found out about this.
1: So uh, I want to advise you guys not to listen to this if you're eating <laughs> or, like, if you're, you yeah. know, hungry or whatever because it's um, – it's uh involving like cannibalism and stuff so i'll start with that trigger warning okay it's very graphic and there's tons of descriptions and um i did i mean i left some things out but um it's mostly all there like i didn't know sugarcoat anything so um you're welcome to skip those parts or just don't listen if you think that this is a a tough subject for you um it's fun it's Okay. So yeah, we're talking today about the um Garunions cannibals. Is it no, I said the name wrong. Garagnons, it's with an A. Garunions. Garunions. Yeah. And guys, there's actually no podcast about that.
0: And I was kind of surprised. Which is crazy. Yeah. Um actually Actually yeah. I'm gonna be like Oscar from the office <laughs> interject. Actually, actually. I have actually submitted this uh, to a podcast, to a big podcast, and I thought they were going to talk about mm-hmm. it, and then they didn't. Mm-hmm. So guess what? We get it now. Yeah. Ha
1: ha! Th- I feel like it is a case that a bigger podcast would cover because it's it's it has everything in it, guys. It, it's like it has it all, and it, it's a gift that just keeps on giving. Like it's. Like, yep. it's crazy I, I kind of knew about it, but then I started researching it And I was like, oh, ho- holy shit, like, what is this? You know? Like, you name it, yeah. there is it. There is that in that case So I was surprised when I searched um Apple Store yesterday And I didn't see any podcast Brazilian or...
0: Unless they named it something else But why would they name it something else?
1: Yeah, I, I even, like, researched Brazilian cannibals Whatever, nothing popped up because it's it's a pretty big case. Like, it made headlines um, out, of, out of Brazil, too. So, you might actually know about all that I'm going to talk about. But, yeah, this is uh, the Garinhuns Cannibals. It's Jorge, yes. Isabel, Bruna. And they are quite the bunch. Like, it's, <laughs> like, I, I don't know how to explain it. And I don't know how to introduce this. So, like, I'll just jump right into it, I guess. Uh, so Uh
0: Can I just interject? I just want to say of how I uh, found out about it. So, my sister is not, like, a true crime person. Mm. Hate those. She is, like... No, she's not, like... Actually, two sisters. My middle sister is not, like, into true crime, but she will watch horror movies, whatever, documentaries. Mm. So, I walked into her bedroom, and she was watching um a news piece mm. on this and she was like
1: dude this <gasps> is so shit. fucked
0: up you gotta come watch this and this was like maybe five years ago and i was like what the fuck what is mm-hmm. this and we were just like we got everybody <laughs> in the family to come into her room to watch no. this because we were like what the fuck is going yeah. on and then i didn't think about it for a while and then um i started listening to podcasts and i thought about mm-hmm. it and now i'm thinking about it yeah. again so thank you carol
1: I mean, I th- I kind of had her about it, but it's it's like when you don't research those cases, you hear one detail and the other one, and sometimes you yeah. don't piece, th- piece them together. Or it's like you hear like two details, the cannibalism and the karate or whatever, and you're like, holy shit, but you don't know about the 17 or horrible things that happened. And you're like, wait, so yeah. those, like, what's, it's, it's mind boggling. Like, if, if this was like a plot for a movie or something, I would say it's too much. Like, this shit doesn't happen in real life. Yep. But guess what it did? So, um, our story takes place in, the in like, some cities of the northeastern region of Brazil. Like, Boa Viagem. We covered Boa Viagem in the Italiano episode. Where is it? Is it Paraíba? or yep. I, don't I don't know. No, Boa no,
0: Viagem yes. is Pernambuco. Pernambuco, maybe. Wait, let me Google yeah, this let's, so we don't sound um, like idiots.
1: Again, with the geography, Carol. Should have done Recife. my fucking research better than this. Yeah, To focus on the case. Boa Viagem is Recife. Recife, yeah. So, that was what... F- f- you we know, do remember the, the soccer player that we covered. I think it was episode six. Uh, Anyways. Uh, they... Um, part of their crimes was in Boa Viagem. And then Olinda, which is in Recife. Olinda is actually a really cool place for people to visit.
0: Olinda is in Pernambuco. Yeah,
1: Pernambuco. And Garanhuns also in Pernambuco. Uh, Garanhuns is known as the state's um, Switzerland because it's quite chilly in the winter months. So they have uh, like winter activities and festivals and whatnots. So it's a pretty wholesome place. You know, um, the ex-president Lula, he's actually from Garanhuns. I didn't know that. The
0: ex-president
1: Lula, he's from Garanhuns.
0: Ew. Okay.
1: Yeah. No, that guy is very pop polemics Anyways, is that how I say polemical?
0: Yeah. I feel like I'm saying it wrong. Anyways,
1: so let's. Yeah. So it's a pretty wholesome place, and it's it's like in the countryside. It's not a big city by any means. So everyone was kind of really shook when they found out. That there was a cannibal serial killer cult love triangle that operated in their fucking town. Yep. So before we jump into it, um, the players in the story all give conflicting testimony and sometimes it's very different from the official version that the police gives of the case. So we will do our best to point out who is saying what and the possible scenarios of the whole event. Today, we get information from news specials that aired at the time, interviews and uh, interrogation footage, but also from a book written by one of the criminals. We'll get back to that later, though. I will try to save my opinions until the very end so you, the listener, can form your own before I let you know what I think about all this. Also, it's important to recognize that the story we're about to tell is close to the truth, but the details here might not be anywhere close to truth truthful so bear with us yeah. so uh jumping right into the gist of it Jorge Beltrão Negromonte da Silveira was born in Recife he was the youngest of four siblings he's also severely mentally ill he suffered from schizophrenia and had um, very livid visual and auditory hallucinations he was from a military family with a very strict father That he, de- and what he describes as a good mother. He says that his dad dominated parenting and that his mom tended to be kind of indifferent. So, growing up, he was always somewhat of a loner. He lost his father when he was pretty young and never had that many friends. He says that he played with those friends. Um, I mean, he had like a few close friends, but anyways. Uh, he would um, play with these friends like in his backyard and... While he played with them, he would see dark shadows and spirits, like, chasing them. Or when the spirits weren't there, they would still hear their screams. Yeah. So, as he grew up, he started noticing that his childhood friends were still children. They were not growing up with him. That is, of course, because it was all in their head. They were not real. Mm Mm-hmm. So he went to college for physical education and went to become a black belt karate instructor and also a PE and dance teacher. He actually did pretty good in college. He was really smart, although he was quiet and constantly talking to his dead father, so he kind of weirded everyone out. So, yeah. He started dating Isabel Cristina Torreón Pires and they met at church. Nice. He She aspired to be a singer and guys, I've heard her sing. <laughs> There's a video of her from like a like uh, a challenge show on TV, whatever. And I can see why it didn't work out. Because she kind of sucks. <laughs> like, she's a Hate better her. singer than I am. But holy hell, like, it's bad. No, it's bad. Like, no Keep pain. hating
0: Carol. Huh? She was great.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's agree to disagree. <laughs> so their relationship was initially just friendship. But it evolved into something else. And Isabel's father made them get married. So that's George George's own words. He asked me if something had happened already, and I said, "Yeah." So he said that we should set a date for the wedding. Then, so it was like, "No problem." And they got married, basically.
0: Sounds normal okay. <laughs> and healthy to me. Very
1: healthy, and especially because on their wedding day, George had what he describes as his first schizophrenia crisis. So, yeah, he freaked out, and she freaked out, too. She kind of, like, ran away because she was scared. But after he was able to calm himself down, uh, they reconciled, and they said they sought uh, medical treatment for his illness, which, you know, us for that. So, uh, at the time, they were living in Olinda. So, yeah. One day, he was robbed, and he didn't act the way that the guy wanted him to act, so he kind of reacted badly to the robbery, because it was like, I ain't giving you my phone, kind of thing. And he got shot in the head. So, yeah, he was alright.
0: Hmm? head injury.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah red flag. He was alright, the um, bullet didn't actually go through his skull, but he was still hospitalized in an asylum for 27 days. He was actually in and out, like, always in and out of asylums. And in one of those stays... He killed a guard. he was sued for intention he was sued sued he wasn't in jail. he was sued for intentional crime. that's the the charge he got cause he yeah and he had to swear he wouldn't practice any more karate. Let that sink in like he was sued and had to swear he wasn't gonna do any more karate, and that was it. He still maintains his innocence to th- his innocence to this day, and he was like I couldn't kill. This man that was bigger than me, with my own hands. Me, the karate instructor. Me, the black belt. I'm like, fuck you, you know?
0: Yeah. Anyways, yeah. yeah. I don't
1: even know how to fight. Mm-hmm. So, I have to say that in the beginning, I didn't really believe that this thing actually happened. I was like, this sounds so much like a stretch to me, you know? Because he describes it in the book, and I was like, he's making that up, you know? But, no, on the news... Footage of um, when they fi- like, found the bodies and stuff. The brother of that security guard appears and he says that they should have um, put him in jail.
0: Arrested him, yeah. Yeah, they
1: should have put him in jail for that. I don't know why they didn't. I'm sure there was a really good reason that he was only sued. You know, probably something to do with the hospital.
0: I mean, do you really need a good reason to not go to jail?
1: <laughs> probably not.
0: If there's no evidence, yeah. then you're not going to jail.
1: But I think there was evidence. If it was something like the, there were wanting the family not to sue the hospital. Maybe, maybe the
0: know. cops just didn't like the security guard. Maybe they're like, okay, he got Who rid knows? of that one.
1: I wish I had more details on that crime. But yeah, the brother said that you know he regrets not putting him in jail because he could have prevented everything that would have happened, and he was really shook. Like he was really shaken up by that, so, yeah, that was kind of hard to see, so, uh, life went on with him working as a gym instructor and a dance teacher in Natal, like, just killed the guy, just killed the guard in this asylum, now I'm a dance teacher,
0: because why would you put him on a federal database, why would you put him on a federal database, no, why no, not, just let him move to a different Five, state, six, seven, and eight, start murder. a brand new life, killing, death, asylum, yes, Go. Yeah, dance yes. teacher. Can you imagine? Yep. yep. Okay, so in to- it's 2006. Mm-hmm. Listen to this. Listen, Linda. Jorge fell in love with one of his students. Her name, Bruna Cristina Oliveira da Silva. She was 15, he was 41. Red flag. Completely normal. I mean, honestly, sidebar here. Honestly, being Brazilian... I don't think that's such a big deal. Especially in small mm-hmm. towns, this shit happens all the time. Yeah, it's wrong. Yeah. I mean, the
1: problem's cuz she happens. was 15, like if she was 18.
0: Yeah. You know, no, but... but that that still happens yeah. in Brazil. So cuz only now people are catching on mm-hmm. to like why it is wrong for a 15-year-old to date. Only
1: now people are catching I don't know if you on. you can call it date yeah. 41. Only now people are catching on to why yeah. is it wrong to, for cousins to get married. I know so many people that were like, yeah, my parents are cousins. I have yes, the, I have exactly. double nest names. Like, like, the name is like Christina Smith Smith yes. because my parents are cousins. And you're like, oh, alright. You
0: know? It's normal. Yep, yeah, exactly. Guys. And like, not for nothing, my aunt started dating my uncle when she was like too young to know what dating is, Dude. and he was twenty
1: one. Ugh, yeah, so, I can say shit yeah. about that because I am inbred. <laughs> My um, great grandparents were cousins, so yeah, they were locked in a ship, them immigrants, and yeah, you, you don't have anyone to fuck. Fuck your cousin, it
0: happens. So yeah, I can't say anything about that because when I was fifteen, I was going out with a guy that was mm-hmm. twenty three. When I was sixteen, I used to talk to a guy that was. 28, yeah.
1: so... But this... <laughs> who am to I to say 41. The guy had long white hairs coming out of his nose, and he's, like, dating a 15-year-old, like... It's... that's Yeah. It's gross, but,
0: like, it happened. Ugh. You know what I mean? Especially... Imbecil- I, I, I wanna... I wanna... Okay, especially
1: so. condemn that kind of behavior, just just so I don't send mixed mess- messages to the fans. You know, maybe you should not date your creep dance serial killer instructor. Maybe don't do that, you know. Yep.
0: Yes. So she kissed him first and he fell for her fast because he loves mulattas. So mulattas, I don't know if that's Mm -hmm. how you say it in English. I think it's mulattas, something like that. Mm -hmm. That's how people say it here. Or mulattas Mm -hmm. in Portuguese are women like me. Who are like light-skinned mm-hmm. black people, pretty much. Yeah. That's it. Which is this? Disg- Let so, me just uh, um,
1: put it out there. I know that that is uh, considered a slur here, but it's the word he used, so it's not us. You know, it's
0: a lot of people in Brazil actually consider mm-hmm. it a slur now, yeah. um, because it um, it reflects back to like slavery yeah, and, and lots stuff of, like, like sexualization. that. Personally, me, I yeah. don't care if you call me. Blue, <laughs> Call me blue it doesn't bother me yeah
1: yeah it's just uh, yeah like, yeah, it just because it it's a, a thing that also comes to his type in his pattern you guys are gonna hear it all about that like, in an hour so i'll just shut up Sorry. yeah
0: so um yeah so mulattoes are like light clean light-skinned black people or like mixed people mm-hmm. or whatever um two years later they moved to olinda now it wasn't clear if isabel ever left olinda we have the impression that she didn't. Also, Bruna didn't even know that Isabel existed while all of this is going on, which is funny.
1: Yeah, it's um, funny.
0: So he told Isabel about Bruna and told Bruna about Isabel, and he said that he wanted to be honest and that he wanted to keep a relationship with both of them. They were okay with it, so they all just moved in together. Which <laughs> this reminds me of, because um, you know how our last episode was about Karanjiru? Uh, my sister was rewatching mm. it, and I was cooking, so I was like listening in. And there's something that happens in Garamjido very similar to this. Yeah. So I feel like if anyway. this
1: wasn't, if this didn't take the wrong turn, I wouldn't be that mad about it. You know, like you do you, like you. Like, he says his his like polyamorous yeah. or whatever. Like I don't, I don't. I struggle to care about it. You know, it's like I really it's none of my fucking business. I don't care. But the problem is that they're fucking eating people. That's the the deal, you know, my problem with it. Maybe don't do that. But I as I tried saying in the beginning, I want to try to give my my opinion completely away from this. So please go on, Steph. Don't listen to me rambling.
0: Wave, waving okay. waving my arm like really hard do right exactly now. Exactly that. <laughs> yeah, she's really mad. So, uh for some clarification, Jorge says that at that point, their marriage isn't what Mm -hmm. it once was, him and Isabel. They did love each other, but it was more of a friendship. So, guess that's why Isabel was okay with Mm -hmm. Bruna. Which, knowing Brazilian women and how psycho we are, she wasn't okay. She was just hiding. That was the only way she probably thought she could keep him. So, because she was not. Latina women, we don't share men. Yeah. But well, Harry and
1: Bruno actually had a good relationship, and and because I think that, um, he says that um she treated him like a child, and it was more like a motherly relationship, even though they had the same age. But it's like, I don't know. I believe that she I she was like, so. yeah, I'm done with you, kind of thing, you know. Like, and if he has someone else, maybe if he is abusive, he has someone else to abuse that is not you. So I could see her being okay with it.
0: Yeah, because like, Latinas sharing men. No, no, I don't no. think so, bitch. Um, so, but, uh, so he saved enough money and started, uh, his own beast. No. Cut this out. (laughs) He saved enough money and started his own business, a gym, that failed because one of his instructors, one of his instructors had a better gym of his own and was stealing all his clients. So he was very, I could not
1: imagine how he would lose clients. Can you imagine this creepy fucking person? And he was mad. He yes, he dedicated like, a whole chapter on his book to how mad he was at that.
0: It's like, well... He stayed b- salty. So, but don't Isabel and Bruna have jobs, you ask? Yes. Yes, they did. So he started helping out um, on their Salgado business. So Salgados are like appetizers. Um, there's a ton of different ones. Um, let me see one that I could translate... So we have similar, they're not the same because they're different everywhere, but we have similar uh, things to like mm-hmm. empanadas, but they're they're yeah. not the same. Just You're
1: going to hear her saying empada. Empada, it sounds like empanada, but it's not the same. We have a kind of an, an equivalent to empanadas. We call it pastel, which I know in some versions of Spanish, that's cake, but it's like an empanada for us. Empanadas yeah. for us, yeah, they're kind asad. of like a, a, a crumbly shaped... Um, baked good like this filled with meat and sometimes uh, every type of meat, every type of cheese, every type of you can imagine it has it. Yeah, coxinhas that we talked about before, and you can listen to every episode All I the read time. about coxinhas every time I put the microphone on my face. Uh, there's um like things that are stuffed with cheese and tomatoes and whatever, everything that is uh, also considered salgado. So it's like um. If you wanna have a visual for it, think about like hush puppies. And like Papas and Atlanta's. Yes. That is kinda of what it looks like that we're talking about. So if we name things and yeah. you know what it is, just think of a hush puppy and that's it, basically. What it looks like.
0: Yep. And empadas, they are like mini um chicken mm-hmm. pot pies, basically. Um, so yeah. But they're like way better than that. But that's the easiest way to describe. And a lot
1: them. of people they they choose to sell it like they did because it's easy to make. You can make them in bulk. You can freeze them. You can even sell them frozen and sell people who, you know fry them or whatever. So yeah, I buy them. Frozen. It's really popular to um do either that or like uh chocolate sell chocolate in the street. They do like the um how is it called like those little. Uh, oh my god what's the name bonbon how do you say that in English
0: truffa bonbon they're like truffles
1: yeah they sound like truffles and stuff they do that like in their own house and they sell it it's really popular if you're yeah. like selling something like on the street people do that for money and it works it's a, it's a uh, um, fair way to make money so yeah except when anyway. you Yes. But, uh, I'm not gonna say anything I'm not gonna say yeah, anything
0: and hopefully if we go through this episode at in the time frame that I'm thinking we're gonna go through it remind me to ramble about something related to selling okay, things I'll try. I'll try. okay anyway so he uh, started helping them out mm-hmm. on their Salgado business like many of us, Jorge was really concerned with the fate of humanity, he was worried about overpopulation etc so naturally he started a cult that focused on controlling birth rates and purifying humanity because that's what you do when you yeah, care about the earth. Don't we you all? start a cult. Don't we all have a cult at this point? I want to start a pasta cult. Let's mm-hmm. all eat pasta and all get fat yeah. together and, cr- like, crush all society's beauty standards through mm-hmm. pasta. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming for my, uh, to my table. This is, this is actually anyway. the
1: whole... Um... Of this podcast now the whole reason we have this welcome to our pasta coat if you're listening to it you're already in it there's no option you're gonna have a shipment of pasta come to your yes. door it's it's a thing now so yeah exactly you better get used to it
0: yep we got all kinds Everybody. of pasta anyway so um he made it their crusade to and women that had quote cursed uteruses what an awesome name for our heavy mm-hmm. metal band you should. Right, Chris What are you gonna do on the band? I'm gonna play okay, a
1: triangle, just like hitting a triangle Actually, really hard. That's it. That's awesome.
0: I don't think that's gonna work. <sighs> um, I wanna play guitar, but I only wanna date bassists. So I guess we need to. I will not date singers. You need to
1: add a whole bassist category to your tender sub. Sustender, um, submissions, your board submissions. So yeah. So now you need to be, yes.
0: yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> every episode exactly. like one
1: thing it's added now we need to be a bassist
0: yes so um anyway so that wasn't the name they he that he chose for the cult though he opted for something else something bland, generic and the least creative thing that we could ever picture picture something really boring are you picturing mm-hmm. it? it's a cult okay. what's the name that you thought about? go to our Instagram, yeah. Pause it. Pause it right now. We're gonna be silent for a minute. Pause it.
1: All right. Did you do it? Did you comment? You better have. Okay. Okay.
0: Okay. Mm -hmm. You better have comment. So, uh, the name was the cartel, which doesn't have anything Anything to do do with the actual cartel. But that's the name he chose for his. And I'm gonna come back
1: to that later. I have a theory about the cartel.
0: Ooh. So the trio were only members... The- cut this, here. I'll cut Carol. everything. I don't have to say it. <laughs> the trio were the only members of the cult. After George... No, nope. See? I fucked it up. so easy to say, Dash. I have to say cut, like, cut. in the office, when Michael says, Cut. Okay, cut. say cut now. Okay, cut. And then Pam's like, Cut. <laughs> cut. <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna live <lift> that in. <laughs> <away. laughs> <No. laughs> so... The trio were the only members of the cult. After Georgie had pitched the the idea to a few friends, and of course <laughs> oh, it didn't why? stick, so they couldn't get anyone to join.
1: You know, you know what cult. we hate. You know what I hate. I hate, curse uterus. These women keep having kids, and
0: they're like, sure, <laughs> sure, George, sure, sure. Join yeah. my curse mm-hmm. uterus. <laughs> join my curse uterus. <laughs> cult, Don't you just want to kill this
1: woman? and keep having kids. So... <laughs>
0: They were guided by spirits that would tell them who had a curse uterus and who didn't. They would purify humanity by sacrificing these women and eating their flesh.
1: You know, that still sounds better than white supremacy, though. Like, a way to purify the earth.
0: Right? Like, that's what's fucked up about it. Um, I think it sounds just as bad, (laughs) actually. (laughs) But, anyway... George even wrote a Bible for their cult, where one of the commandments was to not leave cadavers upon the earth. Also, that book stated that specific body parts represent specific things, like legs represented fire and <laughs> earth, <laughs> arms represented water and air, and the head was God. Ooh, look at me, Carol. Look at me. This is Aww, God. This is great. Look Self-esteem. at God. Yeah, yes, God is a brown woman. <laughs> God is everything that you keep, um. <laughs> saying, everything that is, every face is God. Yes, so they would call their sacrifices missions, and for their first mission, they had to kill Jessica Camila da Silva Pereira, the 17 year old girl.
1: Mm. So, Jessica was from a poor family that worked in recycle, work with recycling in Boa Viagem. Isabel met her, um, in 2008 while delivering her salgados when she saw her and her one-year-old daughter on the street, um, begging for money. Some versions she is, like, selling candy on the street, but, you know, um, Mm -hmm. same thing. Uh, so she then offered her a job as a live-in maid. Jessica's dad was very suspicious of the offer because of the uncommonly large pay And told her not to take it. However, Isabel was very insistent. She approached Jessica with the offer three times. Every day, she would come and talk to her. And they didn't live, like, close to there. She would just go to Boa to talk to her and, like, try to lure her in. Uh, So, on the third time she went, uh, Jessica finally gave in and took the job. Moved in with them and started working for the trio. She also brought her daughter to live in with them. Yeah. Yeah. so her daughter didn't have a father so Georgie convinced her to register the child with him as the father saying that um, he would always take care of her would provide for her and wouldn't let anything lack in her life basically to have a good life so yeah after a while though uh, Jessica changed her mind she said that she was going to leave with her daughter and George was really bothered because after all it was his daughter too So, uh, Jessica felt very unsafe, but she didn't leave because that would mean that she would have to leave her daughter there. She told an aunt that she was going to end up dead and that she couldn't do anything about it. Now, the official version says that Jessica didn't consent to the whole dad thing that that was done after her death and that they faked the documents. So...
0: Which is not hard to do in Brazil.
1: yeah. So yeah, they were charged with faking the documents, but I could see how the two scenarios would be possible, so I don't know which one is um, right. The, the first one that said that the Jessica consented is obviously George's version, but I could see them also faking the documents. You know what I mean? Okay. So, yeah. yeah. So, three months later, uh, three months after she started working for them, George started to hear spirits telling him to do the, quote, w- wrong thing. She was immobilized by George. He asked her to repent, and she did. Isabel then slit her throat with a knife. In Bruno's version, uh, she says that uh, she was made to hold Jessica down, and it was George who killed her. But um, when George is asked if he killed her or not, he says that he cannot answer that question, and he repeatedly says that I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't remember, I, don't remember, I didn't kill her that's what he keeps saying so we don't know and i don't know how much of a difference that makes but one thing that does make a difference is a difference is that in the book he keeps referring to jessica as the evil teenager so yeah that's kind of kind of shitty so unfortunately there was a thunderstorm that night so the loud noise muffled Jessica's screams and no one could hear her so even though it wasn't like an isolated house or anything she nobody did anything so I don't know if she died yeah. nobody could help I don't know if she died um, right then when her throat was slit but probably not she was dragged f- to the bathroom where she bled out like blood th- down, the, down the drain kind of thing and yeah uh, then George skinned her and dismembered her then they cut her softest bits out not my wording buried her torso in the living room cooked her and ate her Uh, bruna says that isabel quote naturally put her on the stove cooked her and it was just like any other kind of meat but that she herself didn't want to eat anything she didn't say if she actually ate but she probably did so they kept jessica's daughter and started treating her as their own she witnessed all the crimes they committed on the following years. So that's when the, the trio runs away to Garunions, the city that gives them the whole nickname.
0: So let us remember that Jorge is schizophrenic and he's trying to treat it. On a trip to a psychiatric clinic, he met Gisele Helena da Silva. She was a 31-year-old divorced mom of two kids she wasn't lured in because of a job offer. She wasn't as poor as Jessica. She was at the clinic talking about her experiences and her faith. Georgie then talked her into coming to his place to, quote, give some of her knowledge to his daughter. Giselli was gorgeous and dreamed of becoming a dancer. She even dyed her hair blonde so she would look like Lloyd <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <Loire> de <Chia. laughs> Oh, So, Loiter de Chia, Sorry, sidebar. Bar. I put that in because I knew Steph would appreciate that detail. <laughs> Yes. So in the nineties when I was a child there was this group called Eucha. And they were extremely famous. They had like the most popular mm-hmm. songs in the nineties. Um like outfits mm-hmm. were modeled after them. I mm-hmm. had an outfit. Uh, everything. They were like everywhere. Siguru cha, I'm cha.
1: Siguru cha, 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 cha
0: Yes. And they had uh three dancers. A black man, a mm. brunette woman, and a blonde woman. Her name was Carla Still Pérez, is. and she was known as Aloyda do Chan, or the blonde of Chan, which is yeah. the group. Yeah, so uh, that's yeah. what we could put a video clip of yeah. 90s Carla Pérez. Maybe 90s Carla Pérez when Chun was Jetta mm. Samba, because they had a, mm-hmm. a different name. And that's how, like, they began their career. And you guys are gonna see. Anyway, uh, she, like, everybody, like, when they talk about blonde women, at least in the early 2000s, they always referred back mm-hmm. to Carla Perez, because she was the most famous blonde woman in Brazil. So, uh, Gisele's career, however, didn't work out, so she became really religious and dedicated her mm-hmm. life to help others. Jorge actually stalked her for a few months before he killed her. On February 25th, 2012, she disappeared. She was then investigated as a missing person, which missing person cases don't even get yeah. investigated very well here. You can only imagine in Brazil of a divorced mom of two. They don't care. So less than a month later, as it turns out, they needed another mate. This time, it was 20-year-old Alessandra da Silva Falcon, who was a single mom of three kids. They promised to pay her 1500 reais a month, which uh, it's above uh, minimum wage now. And back then, it was way above Mm -hmm. because inflation is crazy in Brazil. So she went out to meet with Isabel to talk to details about the new job, left her kids with her mom, and never came back. Hmm. However, however, they are not smart. Because these dumbasses were using Giselle's credit card. They got caught on surveillance footage, and when the house got searched by the police, they found the bodies of Alessandra and Giselle buried in shallow graves. Get ready for this bit of information, y'all. As soon as the police got there, the little girl, Jessica's daughter, snitched and showed them where her parents, quote, buried people. This girl was a toddler.
1: Repeat after me. Snitches are good. Snitches are amazing. Snitches don't get stitches. They give closure to the people. I love
0: snitches, guys. Snitches don't get stitches when they are toddlers. But if you're an adult and you snitch, (laughs) you get stitches. Listen to me, Carol. Stop being a snitch. So finally, finally, the trio got arrested. Isabel and Jorge were 53, Bruna was 28. The stories they told to the police and their confessions were full of contradictions, but they were able to put it all together based on the evidence they found at the house. On the third day of interrogation, Jorge confessed to the death of Jessica, and her body was found on April 21st,
1: 2012. So, uh, upon you. interrogation, Isabel said that they used the flesh that they caught from the bodies as food for them and the little girl but also that they use them to make their salgados. So, guys. hmm Yes. Sweeney, Sweeney and this they sold Sweeney it to people. It's fucking life. Sweeney tart, like... They sold it to people. And it's a bizarre kind of thing, because we we haven't described those people, but Isabel, she is, like, 53. She looks 7 years old. Like, she has, like like unruly like yeah. white hair she's very yeah, she worn looks out. way older than she is and she's there like selling the empadas and what they describe her pitch as it's like oh can you help me out kind of thing and people like sometimes like give her money and not even like buy the thing but there's still some people that buy it because she would anything, go like yeah. all around the place and she was like a unknown person a popular figure you know she even sold impados like in front of the fucking police station people knew her you know so, it's human
0: meat. Yep. She she was known as the salgado lady. Yeah, she was the salgado lady. The yeah, lady, a salgado
1: lady. yeah, it's like, he, he, it's an old lady selling her thing. Ah, and what sucks is that, if you look at her, it's like, if that person was selling food, I would buy it. I would trust her that she's been making that recipe for 25 years. See, Carol, this is
0: why I don't eat food oh, no, of from streetcars. I would never. But it's an old lady, you know? You guys, have you seen that BuzzFeed video about what you can get with a dollar mm. around the world? You guys, go watch that video. There is literally no one you <laughs> uses gloves to make any of the food I that they never. show. I would never. I would not eat any of it. I would Disgusting, never. Disgusting. Gross. Go oh, watch that video. Dude. the food. Some of the food looks good, but yeah, I won't exactly. eat it because it's, it's like fucking dirty. No, I would
1: I would actually bring gloves with me and be like, "Hey, can you prepare my food with this gloves?" Yeah. But it's not just that; <laughs> it's like you don't know if They'd be they like, like. Fuck off! I don't know. You don't know.
0: I don't know. Just, I would never. I would never. Like there's so here in Boston, there's these food trucks that sell um, sausages, like all types of sausages. Mm. They smell so fucking good. Like they smell really really good. And um, when I used to work at my old job. My coworker had me buy some f- for him once, and I saw like how they mm. make it. They look so good, but I'm like, I am not eating something yeah. from a streetcar. I am not. <laughs> I, am not yeah. S- yeah. I know the restaurants are yeah. dirty as fuck because I've worked in restaurants before, but there's something But at least about you don't see it, it if it's a restaurant. It you, know? you don't
1: see it. Like a streetcar True. is like right there. And it's like, if I already said, like, I want this one thing and it gifts you, it's like i I no, you touched it. I don't want it, like you can't say that, you know, so I don't know mm-hmm. uh, i I w- nope Mm-mm. so uh, there's a video of the moment that she admits to selling the human meat, and the investigators are getting really frustrated, and one of them even walks out on her because she just won't admit that she sold it to people that she made it, you know, in the. At the beginning, she didn't even like ever admit to selling, impadas. She was like, "No, I only sell peanuts. No, it's just peanuts. No impadas, just peanuts." She she was basically like, "I don't I don't even know what impala is." Like she was like, "I don't know," kind of thing. And then the the investigator goes like, "Lady, I've literally seen you sell impadas. And, <laughs> yeah. And then she goes like, "Uh, uh yeah, I I I made impadas but it was the the human meat ones was just for me and my family," and they were like. Really, and she was like, "Okay, it's I I made it only for the the in the the in bits." She said it like that. The the in bits, just a little bit, just a little bit. Like you know, it was not just the in bits and just a little bit. Whatever that means, in bits. Like what what does that mean? The in bits. You know, the fingertips. The I in don't bits? know. Like, but it
0: sounds gross. T- guys, tell
1: us what you think it means. The in bits of a person's body on a fucking pod. There's like in bits. Honestly, this is this is like what haunts me from this Gross. case. What, what does n bits mean? Right?
0: I have no idea. It it's just it maybe the, the fingertips. The, the toes. Like the, the I don't know. The toes. <sighs> yeah.
1: So a little after she admits to Celino that she also says that, um, there were five more victims that the investigators didn't know about. But we still don't know if this is true or not. And let's remember that there was a six-year gap between when Jessica died and when the two women died. So, um... We know a little bit about serial killers, right? And how the... The... They start... They do it once, and I really think that they did it because of the daughter, because they wanted to keep the, the kid, right? Yeah. And then they probably got a taste for it. No pun intended. And... Uh, probably was, like, more sporadically, like, five women, like, once a year they would kill someone. But then they start getting careless with it. Yeah. Start using their credit cards. It just makes a lot of sense for me, to, for them to have more victims than just these five. This, um, three. Right? Yeah. I don't know, but this is just my opinion. I didn't really find any kind of conclusive... Um, information and it's also possible that she was making it up but i don't see why would she make that up that they have five more victims right like what does that mean
0: i don't know maybe she thought she had something on him you know what i mean she's trying maybe. to incriminate him yeah. i don't know so
1: Georgie wrote a book filled with fucking bullshit Where he basically goes on and on and on about his life and his hallucinations. It's a pity party, like, it's, like, how great of a person I am, but also I have these things going in my head. Like, he printed the thing and then he, like, did some, like, creepy drawings on the thing, on the book. And it's, it's, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, I'm gonna post some pictures of it and you guys have to look. But it's, like, I don't know. Uh, so he tries to evoke some sympathy, I guess. But he just comes out as very creepy. He's obsessed with mulattas and small feet. He mentioned small feet like three times during the book. And that grossed me out so much. It's like, yeah, she... I'm
0: glad my feet are, are not small oh by God. Brazilian standards. They're God. small by American standards, but not by Brazilian standards.
1: I have so. big feet and I don't care about it. I'm gonna deflect some creeps like that i'm like A-F- A-F- wait A-F- what's your shoe size i'm a 38 39 in brazil and like what's that here nine
0: so you're an eight here eight here that's yeah. not that's like average but in A-F- brazil A-F- that's like huge <laughs> yeah
1: so yeah he's obsessed with um small feet and like the meaty lips and the like i i don't want to like quote him exactly but the soup coolers huh? <laughs> the soup coolers yeah. i don't wanna, like <laughs> i don't know it's just it's gross like the way he describes women like in the book is just like the grossest thing i've ever heard you know those those um it's like memes almost that they do that that like don't let men write books about like women and stuff and it's like everything yes yeah like, sexy, and everything is horrible. It's like that, but, like, ten times worse. And then he goes, like, on and on about discrimination, and how there's still discrimination in this country. And it's like, fuck you, you know? Out of, like, everything, yeah, no, you're still gonna put this... Uh, anyways. So, uh, I was gonna translate a piece, and read it over, like, an ominous music, but it's just, like, complete trash. Like, the thing is just... The worst book I've ever had, one star, and um, I don't want to give him any spotlight. But the PDF is online if you want to read it, by any chance. You don't want to read it, guys. I mean, it's interesting to like have an insight uh, of you know. It's like a really short book; it's only like twenty five pages. It's not like a book, but it's y- you know, it's um, it's, it's interesting, but it's just fucking trash. There's not one thing I want to say out loud on my podcast out of that book you know so yeah george was convicted for 23 years in twenty twenty three. 23 what, what was that 23 years in prison for the death of jessica isabel and bruna got 20 years george tried to plead insanity but it didn't work and bruna and isabel said that um they weren't as responsible because he was making them do it
0: oh so that makes it okay
1: yeah the insanity plea didn't work bec- because when he was examined uh, for, you know, the plea, uh, Georgie didn't show any signs of schizophrenia. Which brings us to this daring question. Is it all bullshit? Yes! Absolutely. The cherry on top of that case is that Georgie and Isabel made a movie on their early days in the 80s, I think. When... Uh, oh my God. Yeah, wait, dude, Some guy would cut Isabelle's eye out and, like, eat it. Ew. What the fuck? There's, we have that on camera. And it was, like, uh, a lot of recurring themes with the cartel that, you know, the spirits roaming around and stuff. So that was something that was always in his mind kind of thing. So, yeah. What a weirdo. Uh, I mean, I've watched it, the whole movie. It's so bad. So bad. Why? Because I put myself through these things,
0: right? I have to. It's like, Listen, yeah. Listen, th- I wouldn't watch the freaking uh, the freaking circus episode of Lee and Janetta for this podcast. <laughs> I don't know why you were watching this stupid-ass movie.
1: <laughs> because why wouldn't I? And, guys, I'm th- actually thinking about putting subtitles on it and put, like, a part of it. Because it's, like, five minutes long. But put, like, a little bit of it, the, the I part, on um, YouTube. Not YouTube, but on our social media so you listeners can see it because I don't want to see that by myself. Oh my
0: god, Carol. Yeah.
1: No, it's it's actually interesting because guys, it's fine to say that. We're all interested in serial killers. That's why you're listening to this. Wouldn't you want to watch that thing? It's like if Jeffrey Dahmer had made Maybe a Maybe they're film.
0: interested in me. Maybe they're like, oh, that girl sounds so interesting. Let me listen to her podcast. I don't care what she talks about. Maybe. Have you thought about that?
1: Let's hope. So, it's always so sad that on serial cases like that, um, there's so much on the media about the killers and it's a whole spectacle and you made the headlines or whatever, but we know so little about the victims. You know, everything that we had, I put on the pot on, you know, details about them. Um, But yeah, from everything I could gather, they were um, three girls that they were very much loved and they are missed a lot so it's not like he preyed on people that wouldn't be missed these people they were missed but they were from um, except um, Gisele they were from families that wouldn't be able to do much about it because of their um, economic status you know so Jessica's father like like, worked on the street like picking cans up and stuff he wouldn't lead investigations different it's so much so it's like I don't know. I, ho- I really hope he got his um granddaughter back after all that. I think he did. I oh. think
0: he did. I think he, I think mm-hmm. I saw something about that. And you know, what's, I think they did get the girl back.
1: You know what's really fucked up about this whole story is that if there's one thing that I'm really sure about like the veracity of it is how Georgie actually liked the kid. Like he was his daughter kind of thing, you know? And that's fucked up. Like
0: I mean yeah, I mean, he it's stole really fucked it, up but like But it's
1: it's like oh my god. And yeah. So oh what do you think, Steph?
0: I think this is all a load of mm-hmm. bullshit and that he was bullshitting his way out uh trying to bullshit his way out of this. Mm-hmm. Um I think he's a psycho and oh my god, my leg. I'm trying to stretch. My leg. <laughs> I think he's a i think he's a psycho and he is a narcissist mm-hmm. and he's just a piece of shit and yeah. he should be thrown in the trash that's what i think so i'm gonna
1: guys i wrote this yesterday like completely crazy out of my mind like with you know all the spirits that georgia had and said like roll me around mine like oh my god this is so much information. You know when you like do research and you cannot like put your like think anything you can't out of the Yeah. Yeah. So here's my humble, humble, humble opinion. Okay. Remember, this is my opinion. Like, it might not be fact based, but anyways. I think most of the cult. This is my opinion! <laughs> That's think- my favorite <laughs>
0: gift ever. So
1: I think most of the cult thing is bullshit. I'm not convinced that George was schizophrenic. I, he did take medicines, and he did go to, like, doctors and stuff for it. But he was smart. He had Google. He, I, I think he might have, like, faked symptoms, symptoms and stuff and not take the meds and stuff. And mm-hmm. No. And that's... He couldn't fake it, too. Of course, the forensic detectives and stuff and, you know, forensic psychologists. So, yeah. Uh, he was abusive. He was a predator. And Isabel and Bruna was... I think they were kind of brainwashed by him with the whole overpopulation thing because that is confirmed it's not something that he made up after he was arrested uh yeah Yeah. Uh, Bruna has a diary that on the day after they killed uh who was Alessandra yeah she said that they completed a mission and everything went right thank god so it's not like they completely made up all those things as as a cover story for their insanity It did happen but I'm not convinced that he believed in it. And for that is for a couple of things. First, the fucking name, the cartel. It sounds like he came up with it in like two seconds and ran with it. Like, uh, I need to start a cult, uh, the cartel. You know, it's like kind of criminal organization. You think yeah. of cartel and that's it. You know, like, and it's just ridiculous. It's like he's making up things, that he, things as he goes. Kind of like, yeah, the commandment, we need to drain the blood. Uh, I don't know, we need to eat it kind of thing. And what happened with both of them, Bruna and uh, Isabel that they just kind of followed, you know? So I do think that Stockholm Syndrome is kind of possible here.
0: Yeah, I think so too. I do think that they were manipulated. Mm -hmm. But um, when I saw the interview with Bruna... I don't know, there was something about her, the way she was talking about the victims and about everything, that makes me think, yes, she Mm. might have been manipulated in the beginning, but she started enjoying it later. It reminded me of, like, uh, Carla Homolka and Paul Bernardo. Like, in the beginning, yeah, she was being manipulated, but But then then it turns out she was a snake.
1: Isabel, I don't think she... I think she just went with the inertia. Yeah,
0: I, I think it's about, like, I wouldn't say she's innocent mm-hmm. because no, obviously definitely not. she didn't do anything to stop mm-hmm. it. But I don't think she had, like, she maliciously, yeah. like, did things. What you made up I mean?
1: my mind about that is that she said she was remorseful and she understood it was wrong. But it was like, yeah, he gave it to me to cook. Like, she was saying, saying it like that. And it sounded like my grandma, you know, like, saying stuff like, you know, she just does things. You know what I mean? Like you just just do things. It's, yeah. It's not that there's much thought. And It's like, yeah,
0: I, I, I
1: kind of, I kind of, she said something like, yeah, I kind of, I was kind of suspicious that it wasn't like beef, but I didn't, I cooked it anyways. And she was, and they asked her yeah. like how much she eat, and she said, uh, I don't really like meat. I like rice. I eat rice, that kind of thing. So yeah, I didn't eat yeah. that much. I ate a little bit, but didn't eat that much. Uh, she said that uh Bruna ate a lot more. And Bruna the kid ate a lot more. It's kinda like that. So it's it's like she was she sounded like she was like i uh, talking about anything else so it she was either kind of like broken down a lot already. Yeah. But she was I think just going with the flow, like she's been in this abusive relationship for way too long and she's already like D O N E, you know, done completely with it.
0: Yeah. I I don't think there was malice coming from her, but definitely from mm-hmm. Bruna.
1: Yeah. And Georgy, I think he is a classic classic serial killer. Even with the stalking, with his stipe, like all the women look very yeah. very similar. Even all of them. I'm talking about Bruna and Isabel too. Bruna looked a little blacker than the all of the rest of them, but still. You know, still, all yeah. the actually no actually. All the victims looked like Isabel, not like Bruna. Yeah, mixing things up a little bit. No, they looked exactly like Isabel when she was younger. Like, yeah. Yeah,
0: so. So, um...
1: And uh, just, I want to talk a little bit about the the book thing. So, uh, I think that he wrote it. uh, The name of the book is like the Diary of the Confessions of a Schizophrenic or something like that. And he goes on and on about like his hallucinations and his childhood friends and like he it's it doesn't make a lot of sense. Well, then it went in, um because I think he's making all the all up like the whole childhood thing. Yeah, he's just trying to get away yeah. from.
0: The but bigger... as
1: it gets to the recent years of his life, because it's like a, a biography, right? It gets it's like real, but a little flowered, you know. So. He, act, I think he tries to think, to, like, paint the picture that uh, Bruna is not a real person, that he thinks he's, she's a hallucination. He never, he mentions her once, and then he mentions her, like, disappearing to thin air and never coming back again. He says that the little kid is um, his biological daughter that he had with Je- Jessica's mom, and Jessica's an evil spirit that he killed. It's It's, like, a complete fucking mess. It's, like done. And sometimes he mixes up Jessica bullshit. with Bruna. So, I don't know. It's, like, completely... B- and then he goes from, like, he doesn't skip a beat, goes from that to the legal definition of schizophrenia and how he's crazy. A paranoid schizophrenic. And then, yeah. Yeah, it's, sure. In the definition of a paranoid schizophrenic, it's not what he is. It just isn't. So, that's why uh, the whole insanity thing didn't work out. He might have had some kind of mental illness. You know, I'm not... Um, discarding that possibility of the hallucinations and maybe being paranoid or whatever, but it wasn't uh, as bad as he paints. I don't believe it was. So, yeah, it sucks. Because, like, the... It's interesting how he writes, like, a whole um, memoir at the same time that he's, like, telling people that he doesn't remember shit about the crimes. People ask him and he's... Yeah, no, I, I don't remember,
0: remember anything, remember. but I'm going to write you... A memoir that has like every single detail about yeah, things that I don't remember exactly, because
1: that makes total total sense. sense, why not?
0: So yeah, so so that was the cannibals of Guaranyuns Guaran Guaranyuns Gua- Gua- It's not Guaranyuns. It's guaranus. And it's I keep really saying Guaranyuns. Garanyuns. Gu- Guarani- guarani. why do I think it's guarani? Cuz of Guarani. I think it's cuz of the Guarani. <laughs> yeah, Guarani, Guarana. That, that's just me. I only think about food and mm-hmm. Indian tribes. So, yeah. um yeah. <laughs> um, oh my god. Yeah, guys. So how was your week? My week has been um, all right. I am I started my new job mm-hmm. last Thursday. I've been there for a week now and it's fun not really but like I've been training and I know a lot of the terminology already they use different software and we just started learning how to use the software yesterday and I'm getting a cold as you can tell by my voice slowly deteriorating oh it's slowly going Hmm. south here And, I'm getting my wisdom tooth pulled on Saturday. So, and I'm sick, so that's going to be so much fun. You should definitely, Um, you should
1: definitely record a podcast while you're, like, in there, the anesthetics. So, I'm not the only person. I don't
0: think they're going to put me down. Uh, I think they're just going to give me, like, local. Because to put you down is more expensive. uh, And I don't know if my insurance covers (laughs) that what's a little pain yeah, yeah so yeah no i hate i hate getting anesthesia on Dude, my gums too. like there's nothing I, I, more I don't than mind
1: that. the gums so much i mind it when it gets to my tongue and i can't speak
0: oh really? Oh my god
1: i hate it so much i have i, I like explicitly ask the doctor like hey can you please make sure it doesn't get to my tongue because like i freak out i hate it so much it's like one of my yeah. worst feelings no
0: and, like, I don't like, I've had two wisdom teeth removed mm. before, and it's, like, weird because they give you so much anesthesia, mm. and the pressure is just, like, mm. yucky. Yeah. Oh, 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 I had something to say about selling oh, things. yeah. So, I, uh when I was in fourth grade, I might have told the story already. Did I tell the story about me selling beijing? No, we didn't. Okay, so when I was in fourth grade, um, my sister started making um, beijinhos mm-hmm. so I could sell them in school. Beijinhos are like a coconut truffle type mm-hmm. of thing. Um, that's the best way I could describe them. but They're very popular in Brazil. So she uh, made a ton of them and she put them on like a can. Mm-hmm. Like, you know those cans that your grandma uses to put um, sewing stuff? Like the cookie can. Yeah. She put them on. Yeah. Yeah, she put them on that can so oh. I could sell it. So, like, she made, like, three layers mm. of it. It was, like, all very pretty and whatever. But I got to school and instead of selling them, I started eating <laughs> with my friends. Free For of your charge. charge. Me and my friends eating everything. How to be popular. Just sitting, I'm like, yeah, I have a ton Good. of them. And I was like, oh, when I get home, I'll just make new ones Mm because I knew how to make them, put them in the can, and say, oh, I couldn't sell any (laughs) today. But when I got home, I realized that I was running out of Mm -hmm. some of the ingredients. So to make beijing, you use um, um, needle, Mm -hmm. which is like the powdered milk, uh, sugar, refined sugar, and coconut milk. So use those three things. I was running out of the powdered oh. milk. So what did I do? I added more sugar. Right? Because that yeah, makes sense powdered, of in course. a fourth grader's mind. Yeah, everything's is powdered. I'm just going to mix everything and it's mm-hmm. going to be the same thing. It wasn't. <laughs> so the minute my sister got home, she was like, Oh, she got home from school. She used to go to dental school. She mm-hmm. was like, oh uh did you sell any like did the kids like it and i was like oh sorry i wasn't able to sell any like i I had sold like two or like very little i was like oh i only sold like two Mm -hmm. or whatever however many it were and she was like oh that's okay you just bring them back Mm -hmm. tomorrow and see if your friends want to buy some i was like yeah so i went and like sat on my bed and did something i don't know but, little did I know, my sister tried to eat them. Oh, no. And she realized that they weren't, like, yeah. real Beijing So, I don't know if she thought that I sold them and kept the money or what. But she really wanted me to, like, own up to it. She wanted me Oof. to confess. She was like, what happened? I was like, nothing happened. And she was like, tell me what happened. And I was like, nothing. I didn't sell any, like... The freaking can is there. So she was going to make me uh, eat all the bad uh, Beijings. So picture oh eating a ball sugar. of sugar, of wet God. sugar. Not yeah. She was going to make me eat all of them. And they were like, maybe 25. Mm. So my middle sister stepped in and she was like, you're not going <laughs> to do this. And she threw the whole can out of the window. And they started having like a oh huge fight. But yeah. I never try to sell anything no. in school anymore. Have I ever
1: that. told you about my brownie <laughs> story? No? no? Tell me if I did because I remember telling the story in English. So that means I either told it on the podcast or told it to Matthew and I I don't remember. So anyways, I have a really f- bomb brownie recipe that it doesn't work in the United States. It's a Brazilian exclusive one. I don't know why the ingredients are different. It just doesn't work here. It doesn't taste the same. Doesn't taste doesn't look anything like the brownies, and I have made friends and lost friendships over those brownies. They are like the best, and I miss them more than I miss my family in Brazil. They're like my fucking life. And it's a family oh, recipe. Okay, yeah.
0: so it's some serious mm-hmm. things.
1: Yeah. I-, I can post that on Instagram even because I can't make it. It's not like you know. I've had people come to me like, "Hey, can you please tell me the recipe?" I swear I won't tell to anyone. And I'm like, I don't mind if you tell people. It's like it's fine. It's a family recipe. Because my mom lived here in the U.S. in the 80s. And my uncle remembers... My mom, my, mom, my uncle, whatever, the whole family. Lived here in the 80s in Michigan. And um, my uncle remembers eating this really good brownies that the neighbor used to make. So with hi- him and his ex-wife now, um, they decided to, like, make it a crusade to fucking find the recipe and replicate those brownies. And they did, and it worked really well, and it was great. So, anyways, uh, I... Every time I needed to, like, sell something in school or bring a recipe or whatever, I would always do the brownies. And it was always, always, always a hit. So, I think it was, like, 7th grade. Yeah, it was probably 7th grade. I was, like, in a new school and I was trying to make friends. And we had this um, one class that it was, like, a radio and TV class. Um, And uh, we needed to do, like, a TV program over choosing so we could choose to make, like, a talk show or a cooking show. Or a you know whatever talent show, what you just need to produce a video and show it to the class. And so me and my group we decided that we would do a um, cooking show with the brownies, right? So we all came to my house. We made the brownies. We filmed it. I edited it, and we showed it up. We showed it like on the big screen to the class, um, like on the you know those schools that have like a separate video room with like a big screen and stuff that you can yeah. Yeah. So it was like yeah. that, mm-hmm. and um, we brought the brownies like as a surprise for the class. You know, it was like the first period, so I like came, uh, got to school, went straight to the room, and like hid the brownies there so no one would see. And it was a surprise, and I was, and they already knew what brownies. So they, I knew everybody was gonna be happy, anyways. And then when the thing started, and we saw I'm gonna be oh making brownies, God. people were like, "Oh, brownies, carols, brownies." I'm not exaggerating. People were in fucking love with my brownies. So, guess who dropped all the brownies on the floor in the back room? Like, as I was walking out with the brownies, I dropped all of them. You're yeah, like but idiots. it gets it gets worse. <laughs> it gets worse. I
0: you know, nobody on the saw it.
1: So, I just put them all back on the thing and walked out like nothing oh. had happened. Five-second roll. Yeah. But, I mean, I had one witness, and he approved it. He was like, just put it back. Just put it back. And, yeah, he was like, yeah. So, we didn't eat the brownies, right? The group, the people that knew that it had been, you know, dropped didn't eat it. But we saw the teacher that we hated eating, like, five slices of fucking brownies, and it felt amazing. Like, it was a dirty little secret, and nobody knew that it was dirt brownies. Dirt floor brownies.
0: Dirt. Amazing. You all ate dirt. You dirt eaters. Dirt eaters. So, um, yeah,
1: that was it. I miss my brownies so much. Anyways.
0: I, I've i done that a lot, actually. Yeah. Like, I drop food all the time. I'm like, oh, but here you go. have you, you served to, like,
1: play. other people that were really excited to eat your thing? And, you know, I remember people, like, jumping yeah. on you know, the, like, you know, knocking each other out to get the fucking brownies and I was holding it. Like, please don't.
0: I mean... Unless it's, like, if it's pasta, I'm obviously not going to pick it up. But if I drop a piece of no, toast, of course. it's the five-second mm-hmm. rule. It felt like, you know, oh, if my God, you know cake, that scene from The five Office? Five-second rule. cornbread, five-second rule. Yeah.
1: Oh, bro, yeah, Kevin's, Kevin's famous chili. No, exactly <laughs> that, but me. Dude, I am, I am the Kevin of this podcast. But, like, <laughs> you know, like, it was exactly that. But
0: not with chili, with brownies. With I've never had no, chili. Me so. neither.
1: I've had like a chili dip, but it was like a dip for like a shrimp thing. It wasn't chili. It was a chili concoction. I don't know. So yeah. that was a nice way to end our yeah, podcast guys. about people being stuffed into fucking pastries,
0: talking yeah. about food recipes and stuff Amazing. like that. You guys, I'm so excited for the weekend. No, I'm not. Can't wait for tomorrow at 4. Actually, no. Because I have a ton mm. of shit to do on Saturday. Never mind, I'm not excited for the weekend.
1: <laughs> like you were excited until I you was, thought that's about what I was, until I remembered. Yeah, definitely. Yeah.
0: But at least I'm going to sleep in on Sunday. If anyone tries to call <laughs> me, I swear to God, I will kill I'll you. I'll
1: make sure I'll call you.
0: I will kill you. Just wake you up. First of all... I wouldn't answer it because my it phone's is, always on yeah. silent. But when people start ringing the uh. fucking doorbell, like don't, don't ever come over my house. Like, <gasps> Those stay people, away from me. Like, unless the... you're delivering
1: a package. What, what? What are they? The It's not the Mormons. The G- G- Jehovah's witnesses that knock knocking your door on fucking Sunday morning.
0: They don't do it, they here. Do it here. There must be like some sort in... of law in Massachusetts because I, I have never seen. No, one. the
1: Mormons love my neighborhood. But the Jehovah's Witnesses, they came here once, and they knocked. It was like 7 in the morning Saturday, right? My mom messaged the door. This is a great story, right? Better than the other one. My mom messaged the door, and I'm just listening to all this happening, right? So the girl, she's like really passionate. She goes, have you ever thought about a world with no suffering? And my mom, of course, goes, I don't know. I'm sleepy. I just woke up. I have no idea. Like, she just... Yeah, and the girl, <laughs> she's like, I, I can't like discuss with that person. So she goes okay, like, I'm gonna give you some pamphlets. She just gives some pamphlets. My mom like moves on to the next door because I was like, I don't know. She's like holding the door, like, oh, I'm so sleepy. I have no idea. Just woke up, and like, closed. this is actually the best answer you can have to like those people if you don't want to talk to them, right?
0: I would just start like speaking gibberish and close the door.
1: No, I don't speak but English. No.
0: The Mormons used to come over my house all the time when I was mm-hmm. in Brazil.
1: I lived in an apartment
0: so they never came. So it was kind of like a I lived in an apartment just... too and they they got someone to buzz oh, them no. in and they would knock on every, every single apartment. apartment. Because on my building we didn't have a mm-hmm. doorman. So, a lot of times people would forget their keys and they'd buzz Uh any apartment and be like, Oh, I'm so sorry, I live at an apartment, whatever, whatever. Can you buzz me in? Some of my neighbors didn't do it. So, when Uh I forgot my keys, I would jump over the Mm -hmm. gate. Like, I would climb the gate and jump over and then climb down. (laughs) Because I forgot my keys. So, look, it's on the
1: fucking United States to get get shot.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I know, right? Um, Especially being brought me up. I, I, I would put my hand on the gate and get shot but um walk past
1: it yeah like, so my neighbors yeah. used to buzz them <laughs> That's not me yeah. about that it's very
0: weird my neighbors used to buzz them in and they would like knock and then my sister would be like oh you wanna come in sure would <laughs> be like oh. <gasps> the <worst. laughs> sure Oh, no. you wanna talk to us about something <laughs> yeah come sure. in just no, let anyone in anyone? yeah no
1: I remember that I think our upstairs neighbors w- was were like involved in a pyramid scheme that I'm not gonna mention and I remember like every fucking night they would come and like try to sell shit and stuff and it was I mean yeah I've told you about the whole MLM thing my family has. but anyways we would just buy it so yeah all of a sudden we just had like tons of like their stuff and like it's gonna happen and then looking back now I realize what it was but like kind of, you
0: know, yeah. Yeah. No, I I have been part of an uh, MLM before, but it was more like it wasn't, mm-hmm. I wasn't trying to get rich or anything. Um, I was super depressed, and then my mom was like, oh, why don't you do this, and you make some money, and that's something, like, to distract yeah. you. So that's Not why bad. I did it. I, I didn't have, like aspirations of richness. Now, I have a friend who does um, she's involved with an MLM and it's like a (laughs) let's just say it's been around for over 30 Mm -hmm. years. You will know which one it is. And she posts about it everywhere. She wears the, Mm -hmm. like, the little jackets with the logo everywhere. And it's so sad. (laughs) Like, I posted about not wanting to work out or something <laughs> on my snapchat workout related and she was like oh i can help you reach your <laughs> yeah, goals right. i was like no sweetie you really can't yeah. like i'm not trying to be part of a pyramid yeah, scheme just to lose know, body honestly. fat but yeah yeah so Ugh. okay as you can see i'm getting mm-hmm. more and more Congestion. So I think we need to end it. We this need to end it. Before I yeah. sound like this, so, you know?
1: Guys, yeah. uh, I think this is it for us today. And yeah, we've been talking for approximately five hours. I'm going to cut this in um, to probably one hour. I'm <laughs> just kidding. No. Um, I, barely, I actually barely cut the episodes yeah. right now. I used to cut a lot more. But I guess I think we're getting better. Or we're just carrying less. Either or. Dude,
0: uh, my mom said that. Which episode was she... Because my mom always has something always. to say, guys. You know. She said that on... Let me check which episode it was. Oh, it was on Evie Zotta. She complained that we've rambled a lot. <laughs> she was like, I was just waiting for you guys to get to the point, And you never got to the point. And I was just like, what the heck are these girls talking about? And you wouldn't get to the point. Just get to the point. Go to the point. She goes... People are listening because they wanna learn about the crime. Yeah. They don't care about your lives. Get straight to the point. So, mom, I saved all the rambling to the mm-hmm. end. Are you happy? We did ramble a little bit in the beginning. But I mean most of
1: the platforms have the skip button and I I don't mind skipping. I just like talking, you know? And I think I don't know. I think that our personalities are a part of this podcast still. You know what I mean? So Yeah, but we're like, thinking.
0: This was different in the beginning. You guys would talk about the crimes faster, and now you ramble and you talk about your lives. No one cares about your lives. And I was like, Okay, okay, lady, I'll see you. No. Yeah, yeah, so see if you guys don't want to give us feedback, my mom will do guys, it for you. By the way, don't worry.
1: Um, me and Steph had the idea, I mean, Steph had the idea, and I'm just taking credit for it. Um, we might do like a f- anonymous um survey Google form kind of thing. if you guys would wanna answer, it's gonna be available in our um facebook um page. it's is gonna be there. we're just gonna leave it there um definitely maybe, and you guys can give us some f- feedback and well we are not gonna know um who said it. you know you can hate on us. what the fuck ever. But, you know, give us some helpful suggestions that you wouldn't want to tell us um, using your real name for some reason. Just, you know, go find us there. And we really, really want to know if this is working for um, you, if you like it, if you don't like it. You know, like, if um, there was any episode you didn't like, it's good for us to know, too. Because um, we try to diversify um, as much as possible. You know, like, we just, we don't want to cover like just serial killers or just child killings you know what i mean like we try to have um, a little bit of every interest and we are really trying to have other cases that are not brazil but as i said in the beginning i don't want it to be just us you know talking and i don't want us to really appear ignorant about other countries you know and i cannot learn yes like 100 percent of what ecuador is and like two minutes so yeah. it's like you know it really, it, we want to have this podcast be a space for us but also for you like a platform that you can bring attention yes. to some issues that you care about some crimes that you care about that you don't see covered um it could be something that um is not solved and you want to put it out there that people don't cover you know if you feel comfortable talking about it if you feel comfortable talking with us um we swear we're gonna be nice okay we don't buy it. it's all over Skype. You know, you're not going to, I'm not going to lure you into my closet. No way. This is not going to happen, you know. So, yeah, um, let us know. You can also um, reach us um, via email if you have some feedback or some suggestions, whatever.
0: Yeah, we actually got a case uh, via email. Um, I wanted to address this. I'm not sure if we did address it already. We got a case, but we're we're waiting for a specific Mm -hmm. episode to talk about that case. So, um, I'm... I believe it was Ryan or Ryan. it was something mm-hmm. with an arm. Sorry, I forgot your name. But you yeah. did send a case and we are going to cover it. Mm-hmm. It's just, we have like a timeline yeah. of events. We have, guys, we have a <laughs> so. list,
1: the list of um, things that we want to cover. And we are, I've, I've said this before, we're kind of anxious to cover the Brazilian stuff because it's what we identify with our thing. But... I understand if it's not you guys' thing sometimes, so um, it's interesting if you suggest cases to us, you know, because um, Mm -hmm. I saw, I'm gonna say it because I don't know if we're gonna cover or not, but I was, like, watching the Brazilian ID channel, and there was, like, a killer, that was a serial killer that was, um, like, worked on, like, a farmer's market, and I'm like, holy shit, like, you know when I would find that if it was a different language, if it wasn't in Portuguese? Never. I would never find it. So, yeah. like, our internet exactly. is different than your internet is what I'm trying to say. So, if you um want to let us know about a lesser known case or something that happened close to you, maybe, um it would be great. You don't necessarily have to be on the podcast. But if you want to give us some insight, even, like, in writing, yeah. we can, like, read read it, read it on the podcast. You see what I'm saying? That would also work. So, yeah, you can follow yes. us on um, social media. We are on Twitter. We are on Instagram. We have three Instagram profiles. Uh, mine, Steph's, and Suspiria Podcast. Um, we usually post um, yes. different content on all three. So you're not going to have the same thing posted three yeah. times over. You know what I mean?
0: Um, I hardly ever post anything. No, but, I don't know what to post. I don't want to post selfies. No,
1: but soon you're going to so. get better. Just promise that. Then you're going to be good. Yes. No, it's fine. Uh, it's, yes. Like, we post, um, we let, let you know, like, if and we release an episode, we let you know, um, you know, just, you gotta find out when we're recording, when we're editing, researching, uh, it's, um, we just post interesting things, I don't know, it's, if you know, maybe, maybe, maybe follow us, or not, yeah. I don't know, I don't care. Anyways, uh, um, we have this podcast available on, um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Pay, Tune in. Tune so, in. if you have a friend that listens to podcasts, too, doesn't have to be on the same platform as you do, you can always, always recommend us. If anyone asks for podcast recommendations and you like us, maybe recommend us, too. You know? We really want more yes. listeners so we can have a bigger participation and, um... Have that thing working where the listeners are also a part of this. Maybe a Facebook group in the future. Who knows? Even though there's a lot of drama. But anyways, uh, you know, who knows? We, we're reaching for the stars here. You know, we um, really want this to get uh, a little bigger than it is right now. Not complaining about the awesome listeners that we already have. That um, we see you guys. You know, we see you guys liking our pictures. We see you guys, um, you know, commenting and voting on our Instagram polls and whatever. So it's um really cool to keep seeing you now the same faces popping up and still with us. And thank you so much for the guys that are still yes. listening to this huge rambling. I just have one more thing to say before I shut up. Uh shout outs, <laughs> okay? So <laughs> I love this one. We have Michael, Cass, Maji, Steven and garyl, Carol with a G, garol, So Geryl. hi Garol.
0: Carol, are you related to
1: Carol? I know know some people, these people might not have these names in real life, but they seem like real people that followed us and liked at least two more pictures. So, (laughs) so, (laughs) hi, Carol. It would be
0: cool if she came. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay, guys, have a great day. We hope you enjoyed this. Okay. No, I'll show you later. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'll see you later, bye guys. Ciao. Ciao.